Okay, listeners, how's it going? Welcome to another episode of Silky and Filthy. My name's Kyle Bowen. Trevor Beggs is here, but I told him to shut up, okay? It's my turn to talk, and I want to say something to you. Yes, the listeners, okay? Yesterday, I went on a walk, you know? And I've been working hard on the Posted Up Network, working on these other shows. And then it hit me. It hit me hard, Trevor. Did I give up on hockey? Did I give up on hockey? Did I just use hockey all year as a platform for me to, you know, practice my voice? Was that was that the reason why I jumped back in the game, why I fell back in love with the game? Because once again, when the coronavirus hit North America hard and all the sports leagues closed down, why did I just stop caring about the NHL? Am I a dick? These are the questions that I've been asking myself. You can't just use things. You can't, you can't. I couldn't just use the NHL. Again, just for a platform, just for me to use my voice, just for me to get reps in. I care about the NHL. I really do. I need to get back to my roots. Look how quick I jumped off the bandwagon. Coronavirus, that's going to stop my love for the NHL. Real talk? Hell no. Hell no. Hell no. I'm back. I'm back, Trevor. I'm back, listeners. I'm back. The NHL, the coolest game on earth, the best sport in the world. Heck, it may be, it may be over now, just for now. But not, the Nux Misconduct Network, Trevor Becks, Kyle Bowen, Nick Bondi, and company. We're going to do some great things for the NHL. I know we are. I know we are. And for now, let's just run this episode of Silky and Filthy. Probably the best hockey podcast that the world doesn't know about yet. And that's just facts, okay? That's just facts. Once again, that's just facts. Let's do this. Silky and filthy. Welcome all you Silky Studs to another episode of Silky and Filthy. I'm Trevor Beggs. He's Kyle Bowen. And Kyle, I wanted to rip you, you know? It seemed like you had a frail relationship with the NHL, mm-hmm. the best sport on earth. Mm-hmm. You jumped you jumped the, the, the wagon quickly, but yes. I, I listened to your whole speech there. I didn't tune out once. And I, I got to say, I see where you're coming from, you know? I see where you're coming from. When coronavirus hit, I think a lot of people have jumped off the sports bandwagon. Yeah. They really have. No. Other things on the mind. But I, I know, yeah, man. You know, the, the NHL is going to come back at some point, you know? So, a hundred percent. Do you know what? Then I'm going to jump back on the bandwagon? Come on, bro. You can't. In this in this life, a relationship is a two way street. Am I right? It's a two way street. It's got to work for both people, both things involved. And, and I just feel like as soon as the coronavirus again took away the sport that we love, I just, you know, gave up on it. I gave up on the NHL too. That's, that's not right. That's not yeah. right. I think I have a theory for you though, man, okay. because we've, we've talked about kind of our, our upbringings and our fanhood and, and starting off as Canuck fans. I think I became a fan of the NHL faster than you because, you know, you, you cheer for those good Canuck teams for a long time. And when shit hit the fan, uh, you know, less than five years ago, you jumped ship for a bit. And here jump I was ship. watching not just the shitty Canucks, but the rest of the NHL because yeah, the, the game of hockey, it's, there's nothing like it, man. And, uh, you know, I, you just need to work on that relationship a little bit more. Maybe you need to, dig into some more stories, watch some more games. Yo, you're right. You're right. You're right. 
I, that's what I was thinking about, man. Like, why aren't like why aren't I watching these old classic NHL games? Maybe I'm really pessimistic towards the Canuck ones because the ultimate prize hasn't been won, and they're just showing us these like glimpses of marvelous moments. But again, the the ultimate prize isn't there. I'm bitter towards it. But why am I not watching the other games? You know what I'm talking about? The other classic moments. I, I love the NHL. That yes, I was a big Canuck fan, but I was I was. I was a big NHL fan too. You know, I was watching these games. I knew every single player in the league. I knew all the stats. I was watching every fucking single game. And, and the, over the last, what, 12 months? Well, I'd say 16 months since I've kind of like jumped back into the NHL, especially this year. Man, the NHL delivered goods this year, man. Real talk. A lot of bullshit. Don't get me wrong. You know, the coaches and all that shit. That was a weird time in the NHL. But as far as the product on the ice, the shit was great, bro. The shit was great. I mean... How many players are going to get 100 points this season? How many how many players are going to get like 50 or 60 goals? 60 goals. I mean, that race with Ovechkin, Pasternak, Matthews, that was going to be something, bro. That was going to be something. How many points was Dreisaitl going to get? Ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. Like all these crazy storylines. Obviously, at home, the Canucks were a bubble team. They could have made the playoffs. All those races. But most importantly, man, the game. The game itself, bro. The game itself. The game was Crazy. Crazy. This is this is actually why I don't fault you for not watching the old games because like I enjoy going back and like see what hockey was like back then and uh, you know that rough and tumble nature uh, guys like the really talented guys stand out they dance around but man it is slow hockey it is really slow in hockey compared to what we've seen in the past you know but, decade here in the NHL but as a hockey fan as an NHL fan you can't you can't still be fascinated by it. I know it's probably a little bit less entertaining, but how about the fascination with how how far the game has grown and the faces, man? You know the faces, the the players that you know we just seen highlights about. Now they're just showing us full games. I mean these are these are moments that I should be viewing. You know it's the NHL, the National Hockey League, the coolest game on earth. And you know I just want to apologize to the fans, man, the listeners, man, the listeners. You know that the energy hasn't been there, hockey hasn't been there, but still. I could still be there, man. No excuses, man. No excuses. But hey, you know what? In life, it's all about the moment. It's all about the moment right now. Enough about the past. Trevor Beggs, how's it going? How's it going? How's it going? You know what, man? It's uh, it's going pretty well. Like, life's pretty good for me. I can't complain, you know? it's It keeps going on. I, I still got a job. Uh, I'm thankful for that. Spending more time with the wife. That's actually a good thing, Beautiful, man. beautiful. I don't about that either. And, you know, still keeping that love for hockey alive for, for those that still want to tune into the game. You know, we still got episodes coming out here on the Knoxville Connect Network. And, and that's why I do got a bone to pick with you, man, because, you know, we are supposed to be representing the NHL here. Silky and filthy, puck talking bullshit. Mm-hmm, the, mm-hmm. Good, the greasiest, the mm-hmm. sexiest of the NHL. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. I know, man. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Nobody, nobody had to call me out. Uh, I had to call it myself, bro. Like I said, I was on this walk, just finished a joint, and then I was talking to the homie about all the stuff we're doing for the the network and the shows that we're working on. And then he asked about hockey. He's like, "What if, uh, what if uh, hockey comes back? Like, what are you gonna do?" And I'm like, "Yeah, we're just gonna still pump out shows." And then just the just the way that I said that, like, "Oh, still, you know, we'll pump out shows." It was, it was just way too nonchalant. Like, like what? I'm not gonna put effort into it. You know what I'm saying? Like what? Just because? What do you mean? The NHL has done so much for me, man. You know what I'm talking about? Like. Come on, bro. Come on, bro. Can't be a dickhead. Like I said, bro. Like I said, it's all about the moment. But if we do want to, you know, dabble into the future, yeah, we got big plans for the NHL, man. Real talk. That's that's still on the horizon. That that's not that's not going away just because we're working on some other shows regarding pop culture and whatnot. So the NHL, straight up, 
We got you. We got you. Yeah, hey, it's it's a uh, it's a passion for both you and I, and you know we're we're podcasters, we're storytellers. You got to tell some stories about the game man. and handsome motherfuckers, you know. Yeah, that's true. You know, I I'm the only one that's allowed to be one though. You're not allowed to be handsome anymore. You got um, married, yeah, bro. I just, of, I just came out of the shower. Uh, I got no hair gel in, but uh, you know, feeling good. Worked out today. Ooh, he cracked one. What is this? What is this? The dye Pepsi? With a little with a little Fernie. Ooh, West Coast Pale Campbell. So, uh, cheers, cheers to Fernie, British Columbia. Great little town on the island there. Great little mountain town. Take a, sip, take a sip. Take a sip. Take a sip. Okay. That's a nice can too, man. That's a nice can. Yeah. Have you been drinking a lot during the quarantine? Like, what's going on? You you pop on every day or what? No, no, definitely not, man. Yeah, I've actually, I've been smoking less weed. I don't really drink that much anyway, mm-hmm. other than, you know, the odd brewski here and there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, yeah, I wouldn't say, I'd, yeah, probably less if anything, actually. <laughs> Yo, I was interviewing someone yesterday. And it was so funny, right? They're like, uh, we're talking about weed. And then randomly she's like, uh, she's like, are you always high? And I was like, I was like, I was like, no. And then I just broke it down. I'm like, damn. Yeah, <laughs> like not always, but it's yo, it's it's frequent. It's uh, it's one of those things, man. Shout out marijuana, yo. Yeah, you know, I, I got a good story for for the stoners out there. When we get to the meanwhile in Canada segment of the show later. Okay. Uh, yeah, I, I think we got some some other episodes to bang out on Silky here. Oh, of uh, course, man. The, we going without the, without the hockey pause, but uh, yeah, like we're doing with meanwhile in Canada, and let's throw another test run here. But before we get into that. I think we should have a little Quebec theme for this show. Let's do it. Let's um, do it. So maybe let's tell the listeners a little bit about the Quebec Nordiques, the team that I think should be back in the NHL. Um, it's 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 really a damn shame that the Florida Panthers still exist. <laughs> and I've said this before, and I'll always have a bone to pick with the Florida Panthers. They should be in Quebec City. That's where hockey belongs. You know, if you want to go watch some old hockey games, I know some on my list are to watch some of the old Canadians and Nordiques games from the 80s when the two teams met in the playoffs. That was some crazy hockey to watch. Some rough physical hockey. That would be an awesome rivalry for the NHL. Like Florida, Tampa Bay? No one cares about that. No one cares. It's not a rivalry. That's nothing. You know, Montreal Canadiens and the Quebec Nordiques, or, or whatever you want to call them. Uh, I need to come back to the NHL right now, man. That's that's how I feel. Bro, you hit it right on the head, man. I didn't even think about that, bro. I didn't even think about how Tampa and Florida, there's such a crazy opportunity there to have such a big rivalry and a big... A big matchup for the NHL, but but it's never happened. It's never happened. That's ridiculous. That's stupid. It's because, you know, I was going to say the fans don't care. Well, obviously, the fans don't care about the Panthers. They suck. You know, they've sucked for so long. So it's on the organization, man. I mean, I know they've gotten, like, new ownership or things are, you know, more positive from the top. But but still, man, I was I was listening to uh, Brian Burke. I believe he was on this the Spitting Chicklets this week, and he was talking about how a team like Florida is able to survive because they get upwards of $30 million at the end of every year based on the fact that the NHL is, you know, one of those leagues that believes in revenue sharing. So, I mean, that's the reason. The, the CBA or the however the league works is the reason why Florida is there. It's 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 mind-boggling, man. Why not make more money? Go to go to Quebec, figure it out, yo. And it's not going to happen like there's no, there's no chance of expansion. They the NHL's done. 32 teams. It's already set in stone with Seattle coming in. 32 teams. That's, that's going to be the case, in my opinion, for the next 20, 30, 40 years. You know, real talk. That's a lot of teams in one league. 32 is a nice number. It's going to have to be due to relocation. And I would love to see Florida. Yes, Florida go to Quebec or Arizona. Real talk. Real talk. 
Yeah, I, Arizona is another one, man. I, I think, I guess the way I've always looked at it is we're talking about the Eastern Conference. I think the Eastern switch is easier. And I also don't think the NHL needs two teams in Florida. Enough of it. Enough is enough. Enough revenue sharing. Enough bullshit. You're cutting money out of other teams who, you know, actually deserve the cash. I'm pumping into the Florida Panthers where no one cares about hockey. Uh, it's, it just, it, it grinds my gears, man. It's it's a damn shame. It's a, da- it's a, it's a damn shame, bro. You know, I'm going to pull this up right now, man. You know what? Real talk, man. Silky and filthy. You're home for puck talk and bullshit. We speak facts right here. Florida Panthers. Florida Panthers leading scores, okay? Jonathan Huberto's already there. Great. He's number one. Oh, he's number one in... Uh, is he already number one? There's no way, dude. There's no way. There's no way. In Panthers history? In points? Holy shit, he is, dude. Already. So here are the... Uh, <laughs> damn, bro. This is so sad, and it just speaks volumes about this organization, okay? The top 10 in points for the Florida Panthers. Number one, Jonathan Huberdeau, 437 points. Good for him. Still young, got a long ways to go. Number two, Ole Jokinen, 419 points. Number three, Alexander Barkov, 407. He's obviously going to pile it up. And then it's just sad, bro. Number four, Stephen Weiss. 394 Scott Mellenby number five Scott Mellenby is the franchise number five franchise leader in points Scott fucking Mellenby yo Mellenby so come on 354 then you got Nathan Horton Victor Kozlov who's this guy Robert Schvella are you serious and then you got Vincent Trocek who's not even with the team anymore and number 10 Radic Dvorak that just tells you everything right there man this team is sad this organization is sad bro it is so sad look i got a, i got a web ca- web page here what is, what is a hockeyreference.com this is sad right here okay they've played a lot of games 852 wins 856 losses 142 ties and 203 overtime slash shootout losses that's that's sad man it, it, how long has this team been in the damn league for since since what 26 years you know how many playoff games they played guess guess how many playoff games this team has played ever yeah ever oh man i mean most of it came in the late 90s there i'm gonna guess under 50 oh you're right dude damn bro what is this it's um it's 40 half of that that was when they went to the cup final (laughs) dude this is it's 44 games they played 44 games in the playoffs in 26 years yeah they made the playoffs five times yeah, I, I know I did this uh, piece for Knox Misconduct in an SB Nation last year called the, the 21st Century Misery Rankings. And I shouldn't be surprised that the Florida Panthers are top of that list. They've made the playoffs three times. Three times <laughs> this century. And they bowed out in the first round in all three of those. They haven't won a playoff series since they went to the Stanley Cup Final 95-96. Okay, even like, yo, oh man, it, it's... It's weird times for the NHL. Like back in the day, you know, there's no salary cap. Like pretty much the richest teams get all the players, blah, 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 blah. The fact of the matter is like the fans don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. There's not, there's not enough of them. Because I know some people will take offense to that, right? The fans don't give a fuck. Then you got like the 2,000 that, that always go to every single game. They're fucking complaining. They're calling me a dick, blah, blah, blah. Yo, it's not enough. It's not enough. It's not good enough. We're talking about the NHL. The NHL. There's a reason why, you know, when I listen to, you know, this may not even matter, but when I listen to other sports-related podcasts that are based out of the U.S., and they're talking about, oh, when the NHL, uh, when the NBA is coming back, when is the MLB resuming, how about the NFL, oh, how about golf, oh, how about tennis, bro, these guys don't even mention the NHL, the NHL doesn't even matter to them, 
It's reasons like this, bro. It, it's sad. It's sad. Yeah, Bring Dan, Dan Florida. Had to get some notoriety by sending Gary Bettman on CNN. <laughs> oh my God, man. Oh my God, y'all. Teams like Florida. Again, I know it's a results-oriented business, but man, oh man, man, oh man. Give Quebec a team, yo. I think. Yo, come on, man. You think when players go to Florida, and I know I don't play hockey. I don't play hockey. I haven't been on a sports team in a while. And if, even when I was on a sports team, it wasn't even ultra competitive. I'm not going to any tournaments. I ain't doing shit, you know? My parents ain't driving me nowhere. Not even a big deal, you know what I'm saying? But still, man, I feel like when players sign in Florida and then they realize that nobody gives a fuck, it affects it. It, it affects their outcome. It affects their play. Imagine that, you know, playing in front of, like, cr of crowds that don't even matter, like, Come on, bro. I know every athlete is a competitor and they want to win, but that that must pay pay some dividends. Come on. You playing in Florida, you don't give a fuck. The people don't give a fuck. Sad, bro. It's sad, bro. Get get a team in Quebec. What are we doing? Don't tell me about Kansas City, okay? Don't tell me about fucking Kansas City, all right? Come on. Come on. I know hockey worked in Vegas. I hope it works in Seattle. But we're talking about hockey, okay? You're already doing it for everyone. Doing it for everyone else. Come on. Give That's Quebec thing, a team. Though, you know, it's gotten stale. It's gotten super stale in Florida. Somewhere like Vegas, it's fresh. It's new. The team's been good. It's mm -hmm. been exciting. Like, they've got that energy. They've got that kick. And, yeah, Florida in the early days, they, they weren't a bad team. and But it took them a while. Like, they had five years of subpar attendance. Like, they didn't have more than 15,000 fans in each of their first five seasons. Even though they went to the Stanley Cup final in season number three. Now, they had a big bump in attendance in 98, 99 for some reason. But, like, damn, after that, it's just been kind of hanging around that 15,000 mark. And it's gone downhill more over the past eight seasons here because they've been so bad, man. And people want to talk about, oh, yeah, there's more fans going this season. Bro, they averaged 14,000 fans a game. We're talking about less than 80% attendance. And I think that was even generous on some nights as well. Quebec, on the other hand, I was yeah. kind of curious about Quebec's attendance. Because I was like, you know, we weren't around. How was this team like? Like, what's going on? The first year they were they were absolute dog shit in 1980 because there was the the Ma WHA and NHL merger and Quebec lost almost all their players, so they were starting from scratch. They were a terrible team, but in every other year, minus one year, they've hit over 90% attendance, um, and that and that includes a stretch in the late 80s, early 90s where they missed the playoffs for five straight years. Man. You know, I was thinking too, like you bring up the Quebec thing. I mean, I feel like back in the day, as soon as like the merger happened, I mean, it'd be so. And we're talking about Quebec, we're talking about Montreal. It'd just be one of those things. It'd be a weird scenario. I, I could see why that would happen in the beginning. Am, am I making an excuse for Quebec, for Canada? Maybe. Maybe. Fuck, man. Just get Florida. Come on. Florida has a hockey team? Florida has a hockey team? Real talk? Florida? Are you serious? And I know, again, results-oriented business, I get it. But the proof is in the pudding. This is not fucking working, dude. It's not working. You're lucky there's revenue sharing. $30 million check at the end of the year goes to Florida because, because they suck. Hey, thank you. You suck. You suck, buddy. Here's 30 mil. Welcome to the NHL. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's, you know what, you look at the Florida Panthers and nothing really that, I, I don't think anything that, you know, memorable has happened in their history other than, you know, the rats on the ice and that magical run to the cup final. You know, other, other than that, it's just been a sad history full of empty seats and, and not much happening and fucking Jonathan Huberto leading the franchise in points despite him, you know, I don't he's, he's, he may still be a virgin, man, who knows? <laughs>
Yo, the dude's like 24, 25, right? 24. Hrubadro. Jonathan, who, great player, great player, no, man. I think he's definitely not a virgin. He's definitely, he's definitely getting it. Oh yeah, come on, Florida, sure. couple million. Come um, on, man. But yeah, come you on, can look at the Montreal Canadiens. They made the playoffs each of their first seven seasons. They're kind of fucked over by the playoff format. But Peter Stastny won the Calder with a hundred nine points. Oh, season. Quebec, Quebec. You I think you said Montreal. Yeah, Quebec. That's okay. it. Yeah, no, I said Montreal. Oh so yeah, that's all good. Quebec. That's okay. That's because you know there's not a French representation in the NHL. Mm -hmm. so that's, that's my Freudian slip right there. But yeah, they went to the playoffs each of the first seven seasons. They had a trip to the conference final. You know that the Good Friday Massacre in the in 1984 playoffs. If you What's want to that? Watch What's that? Game, What's that? Okay, so the Good Friday Massacre was Game Six of Round One between the Canadians and Nordiques. Uh, there was a huge brawl. A couple of the Nordiques' best players got ejected, including Dale Hunter and uh, Peter Stastny. 252 minutes of penalties, and it was on 422. I mean, I don't know if 420 was hey. celebrated back in 1984, hey. but damn, these guys riled up for a 420. Um, Man. But yeah, what happened is basically Quebec had a had a two goal lead, two nothing lead going into the third, um, and then Montreal scored five straight goals after the brawl, and then ended up winning the game and the series that night. So, 252 minutes of penalties, and Montreal comes back in the third for, with five straight goals. It's definitely one of uh, damn, damn. more legendary games, even if it didn't end in uh, a good way for for Quebec. Yeah, man, I, I would love to be in the building for one of those games. You know, Quebec versus Montreal and. Let's ask this. Let's say Quebec does get a team because Florida goes there somewhere down the road. I mean, how, how do you decide if you cheer for the Canadians or not? You know, I mean, and let's let's ask this too. Okay, let's say the Canadians are still mediocre till that moment happens. Do you do you see a moment where it's like these young hockey fans who've actually never seen a cup or haven't seen the Canadians be that good for that long? Do you think they make the the jump over? I mean, that's what's gonna take, right? Like some of those people are gonna have to move over. I think so, and look when Quebec came in the '80s, they still had a strong representation. I know they they had uh, fans back in the WHA through the '70s and whatnot, um, but I think it's a good time to capitalize in the next few years on it. I don't know if it will happen, but you're talking about fans again, you know, in their 20s, yeah. maybe on the fence. Montreal hasn't done a whole lot. Plus, you have their parents who are probably saw the deep fans in Quebec City Ooh. who have that influence on their kids as well. So, I think it's a good time to capitalize, and let's say you know the next 10 years max while there's still those family connections to the Nordiques as well with uh, generations of family in Quebec. Yeah. I mean, you got the whole province probably just full of Canadian fans and a lot of that, like that lust for the Nordiques is probably gone. I'm assuming, but I mean, if they do get a team, I could see a scenario where those kids or young adults from the ages of like five to like 20, I know that's a huge gap are like, yo, what, what the fuck have the Canadians done for me? They did a lot for my parents. My parents saw everything, but what the fuck have they done for me? David Desjardins was at like our first line center for fucking five years, it felt like, you know? Max Pacioretty was our best player, you know? So maybe they're like, yo, fuck it. I don't mind going to Quebec City. This is fun. This is fresh. I can see that. That'd be cool. That'd be cool, bro. That'd be cool. And if we're talking about relocation, you know, Florida, they got some good players, man. <laughs> we talk a lot of shit. Florida's got some decent players, bro. Decent players. They've had some good players for a while as well. Yeah, no, you're right about that. There's there's potential there, and uh, what can I say? I'd love to see fans of Quebec cheering for those players right now. Really hey, awesome. Hey, man. We have any fans in Florida, and they just mad at us, bro. Plus, bro. I think the symmetry is too perfect because you know Florida are arguably the weirdest place in in, in America, and Quebec the weirdest <laughs> place in Canada. Ooh. So I think it's it's just it's just a perfect there's perfect symmetry there. There That's is. 
it's the perfect time to just get Florida the hell out of there. Let's go to Quebec. Look, look, we we'll, we'll get into it here as we get into Meanwhile in Canada. But Quebec's a pretty weird place, man. There's some weird shit that goes down there. I know we've mentioned it. Before. How about this? How about this? I just thought of something. Okay, part of the uh, the fee that Quebec has to pay for that relocation, a, a little bit of that money goes towards the uh, 2,600 Florida Panther fans so that they can move over to Quebec and be part of that franchise if they really care that much. You're not really moving that many people over, you know. So it's yeah, oh, exactly. come through, come through. I mean, I feel like most of those 2,600 fans aren't diehard enough to... No, know, they are. They are. Come on. 2,600. They got at least 2,600 diehard fans. Like, 2,600... Why, 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 why do people live in Florida, man? It's it's the nice weather, and it's the low taxes. And Quebec doesn't have either of those things. Okay, I'm going to make the assumption, too. 14,000, that, that's what the, the stats are telling us about Florida's attendance, right? I'm going to make the assumption that 10,000 or, you know, if I'm good at math, what, what is that? Like, 1,100... Over 11,000 of those fans who are not diehard fans are just there because the season tickets are 41 games, 7 bucks a ticket. It's, it's only costing you like $300 for a seat, you know, for every single game. You might as well, bro. It's more, you know, you might as well. That's a date. That's date night. That's something to do, you know. So, man, I really want to know how many diehard Florida Panthers fans exist. Real fans. Real fans. Real fucking fans. Get Quebec a team, bro. Get Quebec a team. Who else can move? I mean, we, we, we shit on Arizona all the time. I know. I know. Another year you're not making the playoffs, though. So, hey, another year you're not making the playoffs. Florida, we, we just started shitting them on, on this episode. I guess we've been shitting on them prior as well. Who, who else could, could possibly move to Quebec? I know the attendance records. Like, they say the Islanders... They're pretty down there as well, but I think that's the whole Barkley Center thing. I mean, they're going back to NASA, NASA ne next year, so that's going to help out a lot. Yeah. I also, I also think when a team, and I don't know I don't know how much history bias should play, but the Islanders have a history, you know? Yo, 100%. Oh, history pays. Islanders aren't going nowhere. They got yeah. fans. They got fans. Yeah, you, you do think about, like, the Devils and, and the Islanders a bit, but there's yeah, I think there's too much history there. Even too if much fans in that area cheer for the Rangers. Yeah. So to me, to me, it's Florida. I know I've, Carolina's been floated in the past, but, again, they won a cup. I think they've earned their stay. And the fans show up at least when they go to the playoffs. I guess you could say that about any team, but, um, man, to me, it's it's, it's Arizona or Florida. You know? <laughs> yeah, bro. Get them out of here, bro. Get them out of here. I don't, I don't want to hear about Ottawa either. Like eight Canadian teams. You're not going to hear on a show where we talk when we have a, a segment called Meanwhile in Canada. You're not going to hear us talk about Ottawa going to Quebec. Get out with that. Bullshit, eight man. Canadian teams. Okay, I know. You know, we got to be nice to each other. 2020, we're all on the same team, blah, blah, blah. But come on, let me be a little patriotic here. Give us eight Canadian teams. How about that hockey day in Canada, right? One of those Saturday, Saturday days or nights or whatever. And you, you got four games. And it's just the Canadian teams playing each other. That's some beautiful shit. That's like some Derby stuff. What's yeah, the what's exactly. the uh, matchup called when uh, Real Madrid and and uh, Barcelona play together? I don't know. They got they got like a crazy name for that shit too. But man, oh man. man, I'm not quite sure. What is it? I'm trying to guess this. Okay, when Barcelona and Real Madrid play each other, it's called. Uh... Fuck, I gotta Google this, man. Do you have a guess? Do you have a guess? Uh. I don't know. Barcelona. Moss, tequila, Moss tequila day. Okay. Oh, no. Oh, fuck. I the even... day of more tequila. Head to head. What is this called? No, nah, we're talking Spain, Spain not Mexico. Oh, the El Clasico. The El Clasico. El Clasico. Oh, yes. 
Yes, man. Yes. Uh, should we just get into uh, Meanwhile Canadian? We got we got any more stories about the? We didn't even get into the Quebec Nordiques that much. Who are the best players? Like, come on, man, give us a top ten or something. Oh yeah, no, we did. We basically talked about before Panda. No, I talked a bit about their history with Peter Stastny and them and them making the playoffs and the attendance and whatnot. Um, Eric Lindros will not make the list of the best Quebec Nordiques of all time. Hey. Uh, you could argue that Lindros cursed the Nordiques. You know. Ooh, you could. You could. Um, I think the best player in their history is easily Peter Stastny. Um, I know he was playing in an era where lots of goals were scored, but yeah, 1,048 points in 737 games. He scored 1.4 points a game throughout his career. Um, and he was that rookie. He came in, he won the Calder with 109 points, and he, he helped the Nordiques make the playoffs seven years in a row. Uh, I don't think that's anything to sneeze at right there. Um, Real Cloutier was another. Uh, he came in as a rookie the year before Peter Stastny. He put up... Uh, some points as well, but his career is cut a little bit short. Um, Michel Goulet. Michel Goulet. They, they, they like their French. They like their French in Montreal or in, in Montreal, man. City. Ah, oh, see, you're God. just butchering it for the people, man. I am. Yeah. See, so you see Montreal. That's why we need Quebec back. <laughs> that's why we need Quebec back, man. Next question. Next question. If it's not Quebec, what other Canadian city can get a team? Yo, why not just hook it up for the Maritimes, man? I know. I know. I know. Not a lot of people there, but why don't they just put it somewhere where it's like a little bit in the middle, you know? And you could just give them the give them all a team. <laughs> why not, bro? <laughs> <laughs> That's ambitious, man. People people have be driving a long way in the snow to watch some hockey. And um, is Saskatchewan not an option because it's just not, a, you know? It's like who's gonna play there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, no. You can't get free agents to Winnipeg. You're not getting free agents to Saskatchewan. You, I'm you, sorry. You, but um, maybe you can, yeah. you know, good old Prairie boys who love the game. Yeah. You maybe, know, want yeah. that farm, want that those acres, you know, want that yeah. tractor going throughout the whole season, you know? Who knows? Who knows? Yeah. Um, You've been to Canada. You've been all over Canada, so you, you would know this, man. Oh, I love an ACM in Halifax. I think that'd be dope. Not even a million people live in Nova Scotia. And you got not even 800,000 in New Brunswick. So between those two, I mean, yeah, you're talking, you know, less than less than 2 million people across two islands, two oh, big islands. Okay. Newfoundland's oh. too far away. Prince Edward Island, maybe add another 150,000. Okay, I'm saying That's this right now. People. Why not one of those small maritime cities? Because here's, here's the thing. I'm a, I'm a big Green Bay Packers fan, right? I love the Packers. My heart, my heart is in Wisconsin, okay? I got a heart in Columbia and my other heart is here and then my other heart because i got three of them is in wisconsin okay green bay small small place small fucking place but the people are committed to being a community and they rallied around their sports team i know there's not even a million people in this one place in the maritimes blah 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 halifax nova scotia but it could still work it could still work can't doubt the power of eight hundred thousand people they would they would band together for an nhl team and i i think personally and I'm pretty sure there are a lot of people like me out there in the world. Okay, let's be real. I would love to live in Nova Scotia. That that place is oh, beautiful. It's a beautiful province, man. I, it's my favorite province other than BC. Yeah. No offense to Quebec. No offense to Ontario. So some offense to Saskatchewan, though. Uh, my second favorite <laughs> province, hands down. Let's let's start that, man. Maybe fuck Quebec. You know, you had your chance. You had your chance, Quebec. Okay, baby, give it to Nova Scotia. Why not? I do, have, I do have more of a soft spot for Nova Scotia. You know, nice, friendly people. Uh, I definitely met more dicks in Quebec. Mm. Um, I don't want to generalize, though. That's just a few people that I've met along the way. You, you've um, actually you know, met a couple of dicks? Like, you saw a couple of dicks? Like, what do you mean? Like, 
Yeah, yeah. You know, people in Quebec, they just whip it out on the street, man. You, know, you, try to speak, you try to say something to them and they just whip the dick out, you know? You trying uh, to speak no, to me in English? There's a bit, a bit of that English bias, you know? It's You speak English, you're not as good as us. I definitely felt that in Quebec City a little bit uh, when I visited there, but it's a beautiful city, man. Why? Like, what? What's really real talk, man? Like, they they value the the language so much there. It's like, yo, if you speak English, you trash. Fuck that. Well, what do you mean? A couple times, like, I, I tried to speak French and English, and like, I got ignored for both. And I'm like, like, wow. What do you mean ignored? Ignored? They just yeah, like they just like I like I remember I asked a a ferry a ferry worker like a question about where to go because there's a ferry that takes you from across the river to old Quebec. Yeah. And I remember asking him a question in English and French, and yeah, he, he ignored both my questions. I was like, like, hello, I'm right here, man. <laughs> you, this, this is your fucking job. Yo, fuck Quebec, man. Give the team to Nova Scotia, man. If you be mean to my boy Trevor, you don't get an NHL team, all right? So go to Nova Scotia, which I actually am now, you know, I, I think that could happen, man. Why not? Why not? That'd be so awesome. Like, I can't say just because it's small and out of nowhere that it won't work. I mean... It's worked in Green Bay. If 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 an NFL team can work in Green Bay, Wisconsin, Green Bay, bro, you don't understand what Green Bay is. Green Bay is like Abbotsford is nicer than Green Bay. I'm I'm being honest. I'm being honest, bro. I'm being honest, bro. Yo, I'm actually I, I never even thought about it, but I just googled the population of Green Bay. hundred and four thousand people, bro. I'm fucking big. telling you, bro. I'm telling you, it could work. You just need the passion, and obviously. You need success. But the one thing that you do get, and I know this is not the case with Ottawa, and it, it, it may be arena location being the reason. I, I think it's just Ottawa fans being dickheads and not understanding the uh the right that you that you do have. The you're so fortunate to have an NHL team in Canada, you know what I'm saying? You show up the games no matter what. That's what you gotta do as a citizen of this fucking country, okay? That's just a fact. Going back to Nova Scotia, though, give them a team. Give give our country another team. If it's not Quebec, which I don't even want Quebec having a team anymore. Not gonna lie. After the after they you know ignored you, after they ignored you, bro, that's, that's not right. That's not right. Nova Scotia, though, I could see it work. If Green Bay can have a team, Nova Scotia can have a team as well. You know, I, I like where you're going. This I, I do like Nova Scotia more than Quebec. So I'm down. Let's start. Let's let's start the movement. <laughs> let's start the it. Scotia, the Nova Scotia fighting cod. Ooh. <laughs> Or like, damn, that's actually a cool name, man. The Fighting Cod. Cod is big with the ki kids, you know. I, I know it's a fish in this reference, but hey, that could work. Uh, the Nova Scotia, the boats. <laughs> Nova Scotia Nova boats. The, the Nova Scotia tugboats. <laughs> Yo, but tug what do people do in Nova string. Scotia? They drink a lot, right? They, that's like one of those things, right? They mm -hmm. go out to bars, mingle. Yeah, I mean, like, my favorite uh, mainstream beer, Alexander Keith's, is made in Halifax. That's where it's originated The Nova from. Scotia Alexanders. The Nova Scotia Keith's. The Nova Scotia Keith's. The Nova Scotia... What's one of the... Are they big for lobsters? Oh, yeah, I had some great lobster there. The Nova Scotia Claws. <clears throat> the Claws, okay. But let's okay. add, like, let's add something in front of that, though. The, uh... The Water Claws. The Snapping Claws. The Snap... <laughs> Yo, shout out Nova Scotia. Yo, why don't we no, just who, jump? Who's thinking about vaginas right now? What? That's that's an that's another name for vagina? A snapping claw? Oh, it could be. Depends how aggressive the vagina is. I've never had that happen to me where it like clamps down. You know, never had that. <laughs> can they do that? Yeah, they probably can. You know, 
No, I'm thinking the girl can do that more than the vagina can. But yeah, no, with her brain. But why would she do that? For some pleasure? Maybe that would feel good. Yo, I, this, this, I gotta say, this conversation getting a little weird. We, that's what we do here on Sunken Filthy. We get weird for you. Uh, things are about to get real weird. As we got, we we're about to tell you a few stories from Quebec that'll make you raise an eyebrow on Meanwhile in Canada, and it'll make you want to join our bandwagon for bringing the NHL to Nova Scotia. Let's go, Meanwhile in Canada. That was uh, that was Sunken Filthy. Now we're moving on to our next program, which is going to be available on the Posted Up Network. But we're giving it to you first, cause cause we fuck with you, man. You 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 are listeners, okay? So get ready, cause Trevor and Kyle, we about to we about to educate you on this on this great nation called Canada. Let's do it. Meanwhile, in Canada, each day a busy beaver can shift ten times its own body weight. Alrighty then. I grew up in Canada. I have not been around someone who wasn't high on pot for the past 15 years. Nancy, please don't trip on me, baby, okay? Did we get her done? Well, that depends. Can you go fuck yourself? Do I look Canadian? We did it because we love our country, and not for any other reason, no other reason. They can throw the money uh, for the pension fund out the window, they can throw anything they want out the window. We came because we love Canada. Okay, okay, okay. Oh shit, I gotta say, I gotta say, a, a, a. Welcome to Meanwhile Canadian, Kyle Bowen, Trevor Beggs, Posted Up Network. But right now, it's on the Nux Miscog Network because we gotta give you, we gotta give you something when there's no hockey on. We gotta show you what we all about. But do us a favor, okay? When the show gets onto the Posted Up Network, make sure you follow it. It's the best shit, man. I, I'm trying, I'm trying to think of a slogan for the Posted Up Network. I don't have one yet. I don't have one yet. Real talk. But it, it's, it's a small change in all of our lives that's going to change everything. So you might as well just join, okay? So welcome to Meanwhile Canadia where Trevor and I, you know, we, I think we came down with some with some nice slogans or nice mantras about why we're doing this show. And, and I realized that it's because we want to know more about our country. What's this country all about? And it's coming during a time of a pandemic and, you know, People like me who don't know shit about the country and don't know shit about policies are learning just a little bit more, and and I'm feeling more Canadian than ever. So I'm excited to do this show and learn more about this damn nation. Trevor Beggs with me. You already know how he's doing, but I'm gonna ask him again so it so it feels like a new show. Yo, Trevor, man, how's it going, bro? Uh, well, I have some mixed feelings. I'm reading this first story that I want to tell you uh, about. And this is even about weird Quebec, actually. This is kind of about weird Toronto. But it sparked an absolute outrage in Quebec. It sparked the whole separatist debate. Um, and it happened over uh, a, a plate of potatoes. Basically. Ooh. I mean, that, that, that's, how, that's how frail the relationship is between uh, the Quebec, the Quebecois who want to separate from Canada. Uh, and for those of you who don't know, it's something that's been going around for a long time. There's an anti-Quebec sent- sentiment across some of Canada. Some people from Quebec want to separate um it's 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 just one of those things man but uh maybe i'll go with the hockey angle first um people obviously know don cherry he's uh he's he's the guy that likes to speak his mind uh, he's going to lose his job for it and and say controversial things and i just want to read you a couple of things that he said about quebec over oh the years. shit so <laughs> he's made a few bad comments there was one in 1993 um where he spoke uh, about some ang some english-speaking residents in sault st marie ontario and how they speak the good language of English. Wow. <laughs> During the 1998 Winter Olympics, 
He called Quebec separatist whiners after Bloc MPs complained there are too many Canadian flags at the Olympic Village. Now, you know, that one, people might want to side with uh, Don on. Um, <laughs> he also criticized he criticized fans of Montreal for booing the American national anthem. Um, he went on an American talk show and said, true Canadians do not feel the way they do in Quebec there. <laughs> Damn. He's, uh, he's, so he's ripped it on Quebec on a few occasions. And, and you know what? It's, I'm kind of singing out Don Cherry, but there are a lot of Canadians who have negative feelings towards Quebec and um, the next story I'm going to tell you has just kind of further created the divide. Well, here's the thing, man. I think as as a Canadian, and again, I'm not fully embraced in, in what we're really about as of yet, but we're going to learn throughout the show. That would piss me off. You know, we're supposed to be this uh, not carefree country, but we're supposed to be proud to be from here and not not bring in any bullshit, you know? No drama, especially within our own community, this big community. So I could see why a whole bunch of people would be like, what the fuck you doing, Quebec? What the fuck you doing? Why is everyone else okay with this shit? But you, just because you speak a different language, like you, you thinking you're you're superior. Now, again, I just I just spat that out loud. It, it does somewhat make a little bit of sense why they could feel that way because language is a huge thing, bro. Like yeah. language is a huge thing. It makes you, it makes you feel different for sure. I mean, you speak in different languages. Like lingo's different. Everything is a little different, and it could definitely make you feel as if you are not a part of. The rest of the nation but there you are right. quebec right in the fucking middle where are you gonna go where are you gonna go where are you gonna go what's gonna, what are you gonna do you're gonna be right in the middle and you're gonna be something else that's kind of weird bro that that's like really europe like oh makes sense now though makes sense now so are you telling me right now though are, are they feeling are there still some people out there that feel this way yeah there are and it's it's young people too now they had a vote I don't have it in front of me, but they had a vote, I believe, in 2015 or 2016 on separating, and 53% of people voted not to separate. So Damn, that's, that's close. The, it is close, right? And then the majority of people do feel like Quebec should be part of Canada. Um, was that a real vote, or was that a Twitter poll or something? Was that? No, no, no. That was a real, that was a <laughs> referendum. That was You're a referendum terrific. in Quebec, and I, I believe they've done this three times in Canada's history. It's happened more than once that they voted on separating. Um yeah, something that's existed for a long time. So and if it, so, you're telling me if if the if the numbers were reversed, Quebec wouldn't be part of Canada. Yeah, exactly. What yeah. If, if they voted over fifty percent, they would have separated. They would have their own currency. What? Um, what? Yeah. What's wrong? What's wrong? How do you fix that relationship? Do we have to go there? They're well, obviously I'm not going to listen to you. I'm they don't like you. you. I'm going to tell you one story that uh, created the divide even more came out a couple months ago and it was all thanks to Toronto. Now Toronto, they pissed off Quebecois everywhere by creating a unicorn poutine. Nice. Now this unicorn, this unicorn poutine had rainbow gravy. Ew. And it had people fired up, okay? We're talking about <laughs> poutine, Quebec's national dish, fries, gravy, cheese curds. You know, sometimes you put a little smoked meat. That's their national dish? No, yeah, the provincial dish. Oh, no, it's actually, it's considered Canada's national dish. It's poutine. Okay, cool, cool. But it originates from Quebec. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know I know they're uh, they're known for that shit. I was going to be like, yo, you, Quebec's talking a lot of shit. If their national dish or their fucking provincial dish is fucking fries, you know? You guys are talking way too much shit. Maybe figure that out first, okay, buddy, before you want your own fucking country. Anyways, continue. Oh, but yeah, it's, it's the trend that sparked across Canada, right? You know, if you go to... It's Vancouver, delicious. You go to other Canadian cities, there's whole restaurants dedicated to poutine, so... 
you know, it's it, you're right. It's it is just fries, but it can be done. It can be done in magical ways, man. I'm talking so much shit. Like I don't fuck with poutine, man. Anytime I have a good poutine, it, it changes my day, changes my night. You know what I'm saying? But it has to be good. I got I've tried so many poutines in my life, yo. There, I got a standard, bro. Because there's definitely some places that it doesn't hit right, man. It doesn't hit right. Now, before you continue on your story, though, how good is a poutine with smoked meat? I've never had it before. Oh, it, it, it is amazing. Um, I'll tell you what, it's probably just the selection I had. But when I went to Quebec City, not going to lie, uh, I think Quebecois, there's not going to like this episode in general. But, um, <laughs> right. you know, I didn't, I didn't have the best poutine in Quebec. I had a couple of poutines and... I found it like a little bit bland. I guess they wanted to stick to their basic ingredients. Yo, can you say that again? I'm so you, mad about this rainbow poutine. Can you say that again? That Quebec doesn't have the best poutine? Because I got a button that I want to press. Say it again. Yeah, I got to say, Quebec doesn't have the best poutine. <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> yeah, that was I, I'm, I'm creating the divide myself but, <laughs> yeah you are uh, just just reading some of the responses to this toronto restaurant uh what were they called again the enchanted they're called they're called the enchanted poutinery nice yeah, there we go that's creative so, yeah i know right and they have rainbow gravy who would have thought yeah um, but yeah tons of people commenting uh, after hearing about this rainbow poutine saying that i am now a separatist or saying if unicorn poutine garbage turns you into a hardline separatist, I understand and support your decision. Yeah, if you get mad at, at a poutine... For Sportsnet said someone should go to jail for making that poutine. Somebody said that on Sportsnet? Yeah, one of the Sportsnet writers said that, Andrew Berkshire. Someone should go to jail for making that poutine. First of all, it's just a poutine, okay? So if, if you're actually one of those Quebec people who got so pissed off, and, and this, was, this was the moment where you're like, yo, fuck Canada. Fuck Canada. This is why we can't be here because they're disrespecting our, our, our fucking provincial dish about a damn potato fry. The second guy, though, the second person who, who said uh, Canada should be ashamed or blah, blah, blah for making this poutine. I'll say this, okay? Gravy looking like a fucking rainbow. I don't want any part of that because that's confusing. That That is confusing. Let's be real. For your brain, for your brain and your taste buds, that's confusing. You look at that thing. It looks sweet. It looks sweet. You put it in your mouth. Oh, man, it tastes like gravy. It could just kind of throw you off and make you question everything. So I, I would leave the gravy alone. Real talk. Real talk. Don't make that shit rainbow color. You know, switch it up. Make make, make it some, make it something else. Maybe. I don't know, man. Rainbow color. Can I look at this, man? I'm going to fucking search this shit up right here, man. This shit. I would never try this. Even though it, it would it would taste the same. I wouldn't try this, man. Rainbow poutine. Shit, it actually comes up. Enchanted. Ew. <laughs> Ew. Long day today. That's nasty, bro. Yeah, I maybe if there were, it was like some candy element to it. But yeah. the fact that it's just it's just rainbow gravy is it's a little weird. It's How little do awkward. you make that? Damn. It'd just be food color. <laughs> the first image I quit uh click. Quebecers hate the unicorn poutine from a Toronto restaurant. Wow. This is actually a big well, deal, eh? We'll get to Toronto on another episode of Meanwhile in Canada, but um, yeah, that's 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 a whole other ball game in general. We wanted we were giving some love to the Maritimes, but damn, I mean, like a quarter of Canada lives in fucking Toronto, so we got to rip on those guys at some point too. Oh, we will. We'll find a way to to learn more about Toronto and and rip on them. Maybe I don't know. How about okay? I'll, I'll, I got one more story for ripping on Quebec here. Okay. Um, 
Now, Quebec's got this weird thing. They've had a weird law. It's, it's been battled in recent years about wearing religious symbols and having religious symbols and working in the public sector. So it, it felt like it was targeted against Hindus and Sikhs for wearing turbans. Um, this is a bill that Quebec, the legislature had been pretty close to passing through, even though they have like, you know, crosses yeah, yeah, yeah. and all kinds of Catholic symbols in their, uh, in their House of Commons. Now, there was one minister in Quebec who had the audacity to say that if, um, oh, what's, God, what's her name? Malala Yousavi, uh, we, we all know her, well-known around the globe. Um, if she came to teach in Canada, she could only do so if she accepts to remove her religious sign. And that was said by Quebec Premier, Quebec Premier, Francois Yo, tell this guy to go live in the States or something, you know, in one of those southern fucking parts of the USA. Get the fuck out of here, man. Get the fuck out of here, man. Yeah, we're, again, we're talking about a, a racist premier. It's, Get the fuck out of here, man. Quebec is weird in wanting to, you know, they're they're, they're very much nationalist in, that, in the sense that, you know, it seems like they only really care about themselves. And that's, you know, we, we gave them love. We wanted a hockey team back in Canada, but now it's like, fuck that, it, man. Maybe, maybe they shouldn't get it back. They shouldn't get it back. We want that team in Nova Scotia, man. Unless Quebec is nicer and, and you know, represents the world the way it should be, man. Come on, man. You can't, can't be like that, man. It's 2020. Obviously, that's so redundant, but it, it, it is 2020. Real talk. And you in Canada. But, but here's the thing. The, the more and more you talk more about Quebec, I, I realize that they actually don't feel like they're from Canada. You know, that's ingrained in their culture, so they don't give a fuck. They don't give a fuck. Yeah, it's come, uh, it, it starts from a long way back, right? When the French and English were battling for land in Canada. Uh, this is this is what the French ended up getting. Dude, and, life's uh, about moving on. on you can't move on from that. Can't move on. How long was that ago? How long yeah, was that ago? Years ago. Like, we're talking two, three okay? years ago. Okay, move the fuck on. Shit was kind of fucked up back then. People don't know what the fuck was going on. Obviously, it hurts. And, and wrong things happen to a lot of people. But that was a long time ago. Long time ago. That get, that gives you no excuse to just promote your ways throughout your whole community and, and ask that people remove religious signs to teach or to teach in your fucking province. To teach. Teach. You know what I'm saying? Teach. Teaching kids the future. You fucking dickhead. That that's That's some bullshit, bro. Yeah, no, there's there's definitely some deep seated problems in Quebec, but I I, I want to end it by just saying that it's not all bad in Quebec. There are obviously there's good people out in Quebec, good people that uh, I've met some great from Quebec. It's also one of the most fun provinces in Canada. You know, they, they definitely got some shit to figure out still, but the Quebec law they know how to how to relax. I think better than than we do here on the West Coast. And I'm saying something because we got a lot of stoners out here on the West Coast represent. Shout out stoners everywhere. Um, but at Howdy East, like you know, they just have a pretty relaxed attitude yep. with. Going out late, you know, you have booze in restaurants. It's it's definitely a more relaxed lifestyle for sure. Uh, good people over there. Uh, and beautiful language too, man. Beautiful language. But uh, they, they do got some growing up to do. Dude, you, you're making Quebec sound like America, you know, because America, full of unbelievable, beautiful people, real talk. But the uh, consensus is that, you know, a lot of, a lot of, you know, racists are out there and prejudiced motherfuckers are out there and it's just... It's just not right, man. It's not right. Quebec, you got to clean up your ways, man. You got to clean up your ways. Yeah, I, I did talk about the symmetry between Florida and Quebec. It's, yeah, uh, it's there you go. Thing, man. Come on, Quebec. Come on, Quebec. This is why you don't have an NHL team, and this is why you're not getting one. Give it to Nova Scotia. Okay, let's move on to our next segment.
you know the deal, okay? If you've been listening the last couple of weeks, me and me and Trevor going at it one on one with some French lessons. Man, Trevor's up what two to one, two to one. Trevor, Trevor's son, son of a mother, who grew up in Quebec, didn't tell me this before we made the game. This sly motherfucker, man. But it is what it is. Join us. Learn more about the uh, second language that we just uh, we talked a lot of shit <laughs> about about the Quebecois, and now we're going to use their language to uh, help push forward this show. Let's do it. French lessons. You really think this man is speaking French? Okay, okay, okay. Let's let's learn more about this damn language. French. How offensive is that damn language? You got me riled up. You got me riled up. Not gonna lie. Not gonna we're lie. Like we got a three out of ten offensive. I don't really find it that offensive. Yeah, I don't we find it that offensive too. They might. They they might listen to this episode and and do one of those votes again. And we may be the reason why Quebec is not in Canada anymore. Could you imagine? Maybe, man. Could you That'd imagine the power of the show? One day, one day, we're gonna be able to push the needle like that. Okay, the French lessons on Newmont Canada. You know the deal. I read Trevor a sentence in French. He's supposed to guess it in English, vice versa. If we both tie or both get the, the right answer or both get the wrong answer, we go into a bonus round, all right? So, Trevor, why don't you go first? Because to be honest, I'm not even ready. I got to think of the sentence. Oh, man, you got to think of a sentence and I'm going to read you my sentence. I think I'm winning this again, man. You should just you should just cave. No, 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 no. Let's go, okay. man. You want you want to hear it from me or do you want to hear it from the Google? No, word? no, no. You the the trans fuck the translator, man. I want to hear from okay. you. All right, you ready? Yeah. <clears throat> la sauce arc en ciel à la goutte de la merde. La sauce. Yes. Arc en ciel à la goutte de la merde. Okay, maybe we should do like category, like you know, categories or get some hints. Is this something? It's something we just talked about. Is this sexually related? No. Oh, no. I know this. I know this. I know. Sauce. Can you say the end again? La sauce arc en ciel à la goutte de la merde. We just talked the about gravy it. is rainbow colored on this poutine. Pretty damn close. Pretty <sighs> damn close. Okay. Pretty damn I'll, close. I'll give, we're going to give you like a half point. Half point. I, it said... The rainbow gravy tastes like shit. <laughs> a la goutte de la merde tastes like shit. Oh, man. Oh, man. Okay, I was pretty close. I was pretty close. If not it bad, was, If it wasn't for your... If it wasn't for your hint, I wouldn't have got it because I was going to say something about mustard. Oh, de la merde. Ah, oh, no. <laughs> uh, merde uh, tastes like shit. I'm trying. I'm trying. I'm trying. Okay, I'm trying. All right. Okay, let me, let me write some sentence out for you. And this, I'm going to make it tougher because I think the last couple weeks, bro, I've been too nice to you, to be honest. Yeah, I think it happened. Too nice. I forget that you're, you know, again, son of a mother who... Uh, <laughs> I am the son of a mother. Yeah, who grew up in uh, Montreal. So, um... Dude, me... I didn't speak a lick of French girl. I don't man. care, man. That's some bullshit, bro. French. That's some bullshit. Let me, let me write this down right here, okay? Oh, my God. Okay, I got it. All right, man. Nous allons changer ses pas avec ses spectacles. Oh, can you say it one more time? Yes, nous allons changer 
Say pay avec, say spectacle. Oh, I have no idea what that middle part is. Fuck, okay, uh, so I'll say it again. I'll say it again. Okay. What what middle part? The the changer? Or? Uh, after news after news alongs. Okay, news alongs. I guess changer, changer, say yeah. pays avec, say spectacle. I know it's weird going to change. Yes. I'll give you that since you gave me the fucking biggest hint in the world. Change. We're going to change. Oh, I have no idea. Come on. But we're going to change the NHL. I don't know. <sighs> no, I don't know. That's so weird. My sentence is so big, but the, the thing came out so short. So I, I said, we're going to change this country with this show. And yeah, cool. what came out was this. Uh, I'll play this. Nous allons changer ce pays avec ce spectacle. Where is the country in that? I don't know, man. It's a great question. Well, I wrote it down. Google Translate let you down. No, no. Google Translate let you down, motherfucker, because I win. I win. Google Translate was on my side on this one. It's 2-2, motherfucker. 98 more wins for Kyle Bound, and I get a free trip to Montreal if they let me into the province. <laughs> yeah, that's that's uh, that's questionable after this episode. We no, because like, like you told me how how sensitive they are to their culture, their religion, rightfully so. They 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 may be pissed off after this one, but it's all good, man. We speak in facts. Again, if you're gonna tell someone not to come here and teach our children because of some religious religious. Symbol or some religious gear? Fuck you. Fuck you. That's not Canadian at all. That's some bullshit. That's some, that's some real bullshit. Okay, let's carry on this conversation about Quebec in in some sense. We're going to learn more about uh, Celine Dion. I don't know shit about Celine Dion. I know she's, she's hella successful. Did some great things for our country. Great ambassador for this country worldwide. And I've been to Vegas a couple times and I've noticed that she's been there too. Never seen her. Never seen her play once. What am I going to do at a Celine Dion show? I don't know. I don't know any Celine Dion fans. I don't even know any Celine Dion songs. We're going to find out, though. Maybe I do. We're going to run through a playlist. If anything catches my ear, something, you know, sparks in my brain, I'll, I'll sing along to it. Let's do it. I think we're calling this segment, What's Poppin'? Let's learn about Canada. Canada, my baby, daughter, daughter, Canada, 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 fuck what you think. <laughs> Okay, 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 okay. Let's learn about one of the best ambassadors of our country, Canada. Now, Celine Dion, Trevor, what do you know about her? That she's she seems to be more loved around the world than she is in Canada. What? Like, I feel like most people I know, like, they're not a big Celine Dion fan. They don't know her that well. But I, I will never forget this. I went to when I went to Greece when I was eighteen. I met these Italian guys, and the first thing they said was, oh, uh, you guys have Justin Bieber. And I was like, no, he's American. And they're like, oh, yeah, but you guys have uh, Celine Dion. Justin like, Bieber's not American? I know, but that's what I told him. Then. Oh, like, you didn't you didn't want him to be part of Canada. You motherfucker, yeah, that's man. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. You asshole. You know, it's, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's just how it is, man. What can I say? Uh, but, yeah, the, the, these they were like 19-year-old Italian dudes. And the second thing they said to me about Canada was Celine Dion. And that was a holy shit moment. And I remember starting to ask other people, other Greeks, and like Greeks knew who Celine Dion was. And she has the shows in Vegas, man. Like she's a worldwide yes. star. 
She is and, a worldwide star, 100%. But she's loved in Europe, man. Like, United, I know she's huge in the United Kingdom as well. Um, I, I don't know what it is. She's definitely a, like a Canadian legend, but uh, she seems to be more appreciated elsewhere other than Canada. No, I mean, she, she even, there's even a stat right here on Forbes.com about Celine Dion. I mean, most of her money come from tours and record sales within the U.S. Yeah. So there you go. I mean, here's some more stats on Celine Dion. Obviously, once again, one of the bigger ambassadors of Canada. I mean, she has a nice smile. I'm sure she's a nice person. I'm sure she's representing Canada very well. She does 70 shows in Vegas a year. 70 shows. 70 fucking shows, man. And she's made $400 million within those shows. Yeah. I, I know. She's. I think she's worth $700 million right now uh, from what I'm reading Holy here. shit, dude. And in 2019, she made $37.5 million. Yeah, well, that's a thing, right? That's ridiculous, yo. If you're, I, if you're I, big I, enough to have your own show in Vegas, I know Britney Spears has done the same. Aerosmith started to do the same recently. If you're if you're a legend and you just want to live in Vegas and, and make mm -hmm. some money, you can mm -hmm. do it. Why not? Why not? And she's also a spokesperson for L'Oreal. I think that's a uh, cosmetic cosmetic brand. And uh, man, she just she, she's awesome, man. I mean, according to the Forbes list, hey, I guess we got to use this website for everything. She's number one hundred when it comes to the top one hundred celebrities of last year, twenty nineteen. Wow. wow. And for some reason they have they have America's self made woman. She ranks number twenty uh she ranks number forty six. Yo, Canadian. Canadian, okay? Canadian. Come on. Come on, America. Another cool stat. Shout out to Forbes. She's the youngest of fourteen children. Fourteen. Fourteen. Could you imagine? Fourteen. That's a lot. They must have had a farm. Honestly, that's... No, real talk. When I hear that many children, it's like, oh, yeah, because, you know, they're trying to grow the agriculture as a family, carry this tradition on. Also, she slept in a drawer. I mean, <laughs> bro, a lot of kids, not a lot of bedrooms. You know what I'm saying? Shit. Oh, yeah. I Man. Mean, you know, that's, that's, I think it's common enough for kids, especially in bigger households. Uh, you know, as long as she was out of there by the time she was, like, you know, two... Ooh, look at this fact right here. Her mother set a cassette of Dion's song to Rene Angel, the manager of a popular singer from Quebec. He became her manager and later her husband. Yeah. The manager became the husband. Snuck in there. Yeah, she mar she married old. I know he passed away in uh in 2016. Now. Rest in peace. Um but yeah, 21 21 years her senior and people for a long time questioned that relationship. Why? I don't have in front of me. Well, they were pretty young when she got married, right? They got married in, what, 1984? 1984. She's 52 now. And Let's do some Celine math. Dion. Well, yeah, I mean, I guess Celine Dion at that age, you know. Why? Was, was that was the husband at the time a lot older? Sorry, they were married in 1994. Uh, sorry, my okay. bad. Okay. Damn, bro. You, you really fucking flipped the script over there. I was like, whoa. <laughs> What's happening? Quebec, man. Quebec's crazy. Uh, yeah, she was 20, she was twenty six, but I guess like he he knew her from the time that she was. Oh, one of those situations. Yeah. Sounds like um Tiger King stuff. From that one dude who runs the ranch. Tiger King of Canada, Celine Dion, and her. Damn, bro. Hey, rest in peace. Rest in peace to the to the husband. Yeah, it says that she's widowed. Yo, rest in peace. Rest in peace. Yo, the education dropout, dropout of high school. Damn, 700 mil? Are you serious? Are you serious? That's crazy. Okay, let's 
let's go through some of the songs. Now, obviously, we don't have the clearance to run these songs, but hey, Celine Dion, we're doing this for the country, okay? We're doing this for the country, and also, we talked a lot of crap about Quebec, and maybe after listening to, you know, four or five of these tracks, seeing if we, uh, you know, recognize them, maybe, you know, we'll be nicer to Quebec, right? Who knows? Maybe. 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 No promises. Maybe. No promises. Okay, we'll start with this one. Okay, I know this one because it says Titanic in the uh, in the oh, okay, fucking... Yeah. And 238 million streams. Okay, let's just hear it, though. Oh, shit. Do you know the lyrics to this, Trevor? I will wherever you are. Bro, this should have been your wedding song, bro. Nah, nah. This is, this is beautiful, man. If you're about to, you're about to die. <laughs> Sorry, I don't know the context, you know? Shit, okay. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm, okay. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm being mean to Celine Dion. We, we love you, Celine. I apologize. Next one. Because You Love Me. Oh, yeah, you, you don't know this song? It's a old classic. I really fuck with the beat, though. I fuck with the beat. You used to hear it on QMFM, the soft rock <laughs> station in Vancouver all the time growing up. Parents loved that shit. Damn. The, the next one, Power of Love. Can we skip to the hook or something? Yeah, do it. I'm not gonna lie, I'm already messing with their beat selection, you know? So do a lot of people, you know? It's uh, it's it's, it's good music for, for getting kinky. And that's what we're all about here on uh, on Silky and Filthy and Meanwhile in Canada. Why not? Getting kinky, man. Okay, how about this one? It's all coming back to me now. Oh shit, this sounds dangerous, bro. Got a great voice. Oh, sure. bro, she has a great voice, and and ironically, in her top ten, she has three, four, four songs from movies. You know what I'm saying? So that's the first thing I heard when I heard that song that we just played. I'm like, yo, her voice is so good for movies, movies. Yo, she's making that bank, bro. She's making that bank. I'm just thinking about this Titanic. She had that song in Titanic. Yo, I'm guessing a lot of that 700 mil came from that song, bro. Yeah, bro. Um, and, and uh, she's a good-looking girl too, man. Like, look at her music star power. on the live. Star power, looks matter, man. I, I hate to say it, but star power, star power. Celine. Yeah. You know, Celine Dion. We're we're proud in Canada to call her our own, even if I do think she goes, uh, she gets a little underappreciated in this country. That's all I gotta say about Celine Dion, man. Yeah, uh, I would say the same thing, man. I'm ha- if she's this big and this much of a megastar, and I'm trying to be more Canadian, the fact that come on, I don't. Come on, that's a disrespect to Celine Dion. And I've been to Vegas many times, and I've never gone to see her live or not even looked at the prices. You know, I don't give a fuck. Damn, bro. Well, I mean, Damn, it's, bro. it depends what your motivation is in Vegas. If you're trying to find a girl, meet someone, um, unless you're shooting for an older crowd or perhaps a European crowd because the younger Europeans love her. So maybe, maybe this wait, is wait, wait, wait. Man. Hey, what's wrong with older women, yo? I don't mind. Hey, I, I don't mind. Nothing wrong with that. Man. I heard that song this morning. You know, I've been listening to a lot. Uh, Josie's on a vacation far away. Yeah, and then there's a line there. I like my woman a little older. Isn't isn't that a line? Yeah, I just yeah, want to yeah. use your love tonight. I know they're not Canadian. I, I don't even, I actually don't know shit about that band, but I, I noticed that line about him liking older women. Hey, my wife's older than me, man. So, hey. Uh, my, 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 
Okay, okay. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. That was Meanwhile Canadian slash Silky and Filthy. Remember, this show was getting onto the Post It Up Network towards the end of the month. Obviously, we got to fine tune a couple things, but I'm excited, bro. This is gonna be some fun stuff, man. Yeah, we've already we've already done some good learning about Canada, and uh, thank all you listeners for coming along for the ride. Hope you enjoyed this mix of the hockey talk, the Meanwhile in Canada. Just stuff to keep you entertained. Uh, we've had fun doing this show. Hope you keep having fun with us. But go go give us that rating. Go subscribe if you like the show. And if you don't like the show, come talk to us. How about Let this? No. How about this? Don't it, be it, shy. If you don't like the show, give us a one-star way of rating. <laughs> show us. Just give us a rating. <laughs> right in the comments. <laughs> Your show sucks. Okay, cool. <laughs> Why not? But I think they're going to like it, to be honest. Because uh, there's nothing like it. There's nothing like it. And they haven't even seen it yet, man. We, come on. These are just little draft episodes. Wait till we just un- unveil this show, man. Come on, bro. Come on, man. Episode one, we're talking about the greatest entertainer in Canadian history. I'm calling Drake. I mean, maybe Trevor's going to say Celine Dion. Bro, honestly, man? Shit. I can't wait for this show, man. This show's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, it's been a lot of fun so far. And uh, I know we love our country. We love the NHL. And happy to podcast and tell stories about things that we love. And we hope you love it, too. That's facts, bro. That's facts. Okay. Peace out, listeners. Stay safe. Stay safe. Hey, stay safe. Wash your hands. Wash your body. Take a shower. Stay safe. Stay inside. If you can, stay in- just stay safe. And we'll catch you clean, bastards, next time. Peace.